0: The Chicago White Sox were embarrassed in Kansas City. They lost the series finale and lost three of four. White Sox are heading to the cellar of the AL Central and a poor showing this weekend against the Astros might just get them there. Sox looked lifeless at the plate against a Royal starter that had an ERA north of eight entering the game. White Sox, welcome back. Jose Abreu this weekend, but the focus... Needs to be on accountability within the White Sox organization. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. fans, welcome back to Locked on White Sox. Thank you, and I mean it. Thank you for making Locked on White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available at all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked on Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Just search Locked on White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Uh, Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase, last-minute tickets, lowest price uh, guaranteed. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox man recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, GGTV. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Our Chicago White Sox take on the Houston Astros on Friday. Michael Kopech on the hill for the Sox. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Well, um, just when we thought it couldn't get any worse, uh, Sox. Drop the finale to the Royals four uh, three. Our White Sacks are now thirteen and twenty six uh, on the season. Uh, only hundred and twenty three more games to go, folks. Um, it, uh, it. I mean, they're on their way to the cellar. Uh, the White Sacks. There's no. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Unfortunately, uh, with what I just saw and you saw, um, outplayed, outmanaged. Uh, Sacks could not hit. Uh, not a bad outing by Mike Clevenger uh, at all. Obviously, you had the Lucas Giolito start, which was probably the highlight uh, of the series. Uh, Sacks tried to, you know, they made it close. They tried to uh, figure it out uh, in the end, but the Royals beat them to the punch. Uh, and and honestly, the way that game ended on Thursday, if the Sacks were in that situation, I don't think they put a bunt on. I don't think they put the pressure on the Royals and score that way. They would probably have whoever's up at the plate, uh, try to hit and there'd be a, you know, a ground out or a strikeout, a couple pop outs. Who knows? Uh, point is Sacks lost three of four uh, to the Royals. And uh, you know, again, if things go bad uh, this weekend against the Astros, uh, you could see the Sachs in the bottom of the AL central uh, come Monday. Uh, Rick Hahn will get in front of the media on Friday. Uh, apparently, I'm sure he will. He does before every uh, uh, homestand. Uh, and I hope he gets some serious questions and yet he answers them. Uh, but I have a feeling he will deflect and he will focus on Jose Abreu's homecoming and the return of Hendricks, Crochet, and Mankata. Look, the White Sox are in real trouble Uh, After his awful start on Wednesday, uh, this is what Lance Lynn had to say. We've won our last two series uh, against the Twins and Reds. Uh, We win Thursday. We push this one. So that's called chipping away. That is an actual quote uh, from somebody uh, that we expected so much more from. Chipping away? You have got to be kidding me! I mean, I guess what else is Lance Lynn going to say? Maybe he's just having some fun and just trolling White Sox fans. Uh, saying that is like uh, like Rick Hahn saying that just a couple of years ago. Hey, we won the division and I won Executive of the Year in 2020. Remember that? Uh, it's a what have you done lately? Uh, type of league, uh, but the White Sox organization sur- they survive on lifting up the small amounts of success that they've had, uh, putting those on a pedestal instead of aiming much much higher. Uh, series wins are important, but you know to dig out of the hole that the White Sox have created, uh, the Sox need to sweep a few series, several series, go win like twelve out of fifteen. Uh, even if the Sox won on Thursday and split with the last place Royals, uh, I would still have an empty feeling. Uh, There was an MLB article. uh, The blurb was from Scott Merkin. One fix, uh, one quick fix, I guess, for every ball club and for the White Sox, like it has been for the last several years. Get healthy was the theme. Uh, This was the write-up. The team has performed well below expectations through the first six weeks of the season, but they also have... Uh, Rarely had their full complement of regulars together. Uh, That will change soon as closer Liam Hendricks and left-handed reliever Garrett Crochet are expected back in the next week. And third baseman Yohan Mancata expected back this weekend. Third baseman designated hitter Jake Berger also left Wednesday on an injury rehab assignment. Hendricks will be an especially... A poignant return as he's now in remission after battling through treatment for non Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, all that is true from Scott Merkin. Uh, they haven't had a lot of opportunities for all their regulars uh, to play together, but that has been a theme over the last few years. I mean, so eventually you got to say, well, uh, it's probably more than an accident. Something's going on here. There's deeper stuff happening within this organization and with this group of players. Uh, health is simply not going to do it, in my opinion. I mean, everything needs to change within this organization. And, and it's not going to happen within this season. It's going to take a while. And I'm, I'm not sure, you know, if the Sox continue to lose and it just gets really, really bad, if that forces ownership change, if that forces... Uh, you know, the guts, the cogs of the machine to have to be reimagined. Uh, Scotty Pods, Ozzie and Chuck, they they talked about this in the pregame on NBC Sports Chicago uh, Thursday. And, and I, Scotty Pods kind of, you know, he's a pretty conservative guy. I don't think he wants to ruffle too many feathers, which I get. Uh, but he came after Grifole in in his way. Uh, during the pregame, calling Grafol out, calling the coaching staff out for not having this White Sox team prepared, especially with fundamentals. Uh, and I loved hearing that. I mean, even Chuck saying, you know, the, the whole organization, front office included, is at fault. And you know, Ozzie's always got something, uh, no no doubt about that. Uh, so when Pedro Grafol was hired uh, this past fall, this this is what he said. I'm going to remind you of this. We will be fundamentally sound. We will play with passion, pride for this uniform. This means something. We will respect the game, our fans, and earn their trust. We will be prepared to control the strike zone on both sides of the ball. We will work hard and play winning baseball every night. We will definitely hold each other accountable. I truly see great things happening here. I'm really excited to be a part of it. And then Han added during that press conference, we sit here today and with the hiring of Pedro, feel like we are taking a major step to putting ourselves back on track on the trajectory we all felt we were on over the previous seasons prior to last season's disappointment. I mean, just sometimes I have to go back and I have to reread uh, you know, what these folks said, whether it's Graffole or Kenny Williams or Han because you got to hold him accountable. I mean, you said this, this was the plan. And Graffol won me over with everything that he said in the press conference and during the off season. And really shame on me. I mean, the things that he said were going to be done have not been done. And maybe he just cannot get this team to perform. Maybe they're not capable of performing uh, to the uh, accustomed levels, quote unquote. Uh, I don't know, Uh, but a few wins, Every now and then, is just not going to cut it for this team that's 13-26. and uh, And they do not have a lot of time for starting pitchers to figure it out. Uh, This was Pedro after Wednesday's loss. All I can say is these guys are going to figure it out. Cease is going to. In my conversations with him, he says he feels good. He felt strong the other day. He feels like he's close to putting a good run together. And the same thing with Lance. There's a lot of baseball left, a lot of baseball left, and these guys are more than capable of putting good runs together, and I'm looking to see these guys put it uh, not only together as individuals but as a staff and then give us a chance to do what we did Tuesday, which that was the lone win in Kansas City. So uh, here are some ERAs from our starting staff as we uh, wait for them to figure it out, as uh, Grafol trusts they will. Giolito with a 3.59 ERA, Clevenger uh, 4.84 as he came into his Thursday outing, Cease 5.58, Kopech 5.97, and Lance Lynn, one of the worst in all of MLB, 7.51. So pitching help, you might be saying, you know, where is possible pitching help? If, if the Sox just continue their DFA kind of ways and uh, let Lance Lynn go, uh, could maybe Davis Martin fill in? Uh, this was from The Athletic by James Feegan recently. In response to a media request, the White Sox specified that Davis Martin's month-long absence from the AAA Charlotte rotation is due to a right forearm strain. That news only underscored what is already true. The Sox rotation's fate is tied to the group that's currently present, not a critical mass of minor league depth emerging. Vegan continued, it is it isn't much use to spend time pondering the merits of Lynn's club option for 2024 at this point, but with Giolito and Mike Clevenger hitting free agency at the end of the year and without much major league-ready starting depth at hand, building a contending rotation next season also gets very challenging without Lynn returning to form. Just that right there, scary stuff when you start looking ahead. Uh, Speaking of Clevenger, he gave up some runs early and the Sox offense had no answer for Brady Singer. Uh, More on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by So Rare. Our new sponsor, So Rare, is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards win or lose you still own your own cards and there's no cost to play plus the more you win the more you advance collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next level competition and rewards head to so rare.com slash locked on that's spelled s-o-r-a-r-e to draft your team of free players and set your lineup and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today. The White Sox play the Houston Astros on Friday. Michael Kopik on the Hill. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Uh, Thursday, of course, the series finale. Sacks lost 4-3. to three. It was a, a rain delay once again in Kansas City. Uh, Yasmani Grandal hurt in the third inning, rounding uh, first base. Uh, left the game with hamstring tightness as Sebi took over. Uh, we'll go bottom of second here. Mike Clevenger. Uh, again, I was tracking you know, what Clevenger would do when he got to two strikes on these Royal hitters who are absolutely pesky. Uh, I, I believe they're one of the best hitting teams with two strikes. Uh, they make contact, they swing the bat. Uh, so Clevenger used the slider uh, with two strikes to get a strikeout in the second. Uh, and then a 2-2 two, two fastball in the zone with two outs and Massey crushed it uh, for a solo home run uh, down right field, one uh, nothing, KC early. So uh, small sample size there, but that has been the theme uh, throughout this uh, trip in Kansas City. With two strikes, White Sox pitchers, especially Lance Lynn on Wednesday, uh, wanted to fill up the zone. you got to get out of that zone, make it tempting, go nasty, high, low. Um, you know, I, it just, uh, it was way too much of the plate. Top of third, a uh, two-out double by Ben Attendi, uh, Andrew Vaughn with an RBI single to tie the game. Uh, bottom of third, one hit, and that was a solo home run. 35 pitches for Clevenger after three, so not a bad line. Uh, bottom four, Royals uh, had first and second, one out. Clevenger had Garcia 0-2, uh, tried to throw a 2-2 cutter later, Uh, in the at-bat, and it hung in the zone. It was smashed for a two-run hit. Garcia uh, ended up on third, 3-1 Kansas City. Uh, Clevenger went upstairs on Massey with two strikes and got him to chase for a strikeout. And then Fermin on two strikes uh, popped up to Zavala. Uh, Clevenger going up in the zone in that inning, which was good to see mixing up the eye levels. Uh, Royals starter Brady Singer's ERA was north of eight uh, coming into the game on Thursday. He went six innings, and the Sox managed just five hits and one run off of him. Uh, It stayed 3-1 for a while, uh, and then top of eight with two outs. Uh, Sox got a rally going. Uh, Vaughn and Perez got on. Uh, Then Luis Robert Jr. with a two-run double down the left field line to tie the game at three, all off Aroldis Chapman. Remember when he was the most dangerous pitcher in MLB? I mean, he could still get it up there uh, velocity-wise, but, man, I just feel like uh, there isn't a big fear off of him anymore. Uh, Bottom eight, uh, Joe Kelly came in. Clean inning. I mean, he's been looking sharp. You know, he's got the velocity coupled with – some control. I mean, that's a great combination top of nine socks could not do anything. And you just felt it. You really felt it. Uh, I just, I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I just felt like this was it. The, the, the Royals will walk it off here. Uh, Lopez came in the game, uh, issued a leadoff walk. And, you know, I said it out loud, well, that's going to come around to score. He was relying on a slider and a 100 mile per hour fastball. Uh, and then Duffy took a fastball on two strikes uh, and hit it to right field. So Royals uh, with runners and the corners and only one out uh, looked like a squeeze was put on and the Royals walked it off uh, slippery conditions. Uh, but still, it, you know, the, the Royals played it exactly how you should play it. And again, like I said at the top of this episode, if the Sox were in that situation with runners on the corners, bottom of the ninth, uh, one out. I really don't think they would do that. I think they would try to have their guy swing away. He'd pop up. There'd be a a, a double play. I mean, uh, I just, I don't think they would have done it. So good on the Royals for just taking care of business, ending the game and moving on. Uh, Clevenger's final line, six innings, uh, three hits, three earned runs, a couple of walks, uh, two strikeouts, uh, that home run early in the game. His ERA now sits at 4.79. Nothing really to brag about, but uh, better than what Lance Lynn's given us. Uh, Clevenger threw 92 pitches on Thursday. Sacks bullpen, two and a third innings, uh, three hits, one earned run, and that was that uh, walk-off at the end, uh, a walk and a strikeout. Sacks offense, wow, they were lifeless. Three runs, eight hits, uh, two extra base hits, two for four with runners in scoring position. Not a lot of traffic on the base paths. Uh, This is what uh, our fearless leader, Pedro Grafol, uh, said after the game. Uh, Concerned? Uh, There's a lot of baseball left. Disappointed at times with lack of urgency? Absolutely. I am. Absolutely. That starts with me. So we got to be better. We got to be better as a staff. We got to be better as a ball club. And never forget this wonderful quote from Rick Hahn. Uh, it's the players who play the game. And when they don't achieve at the level we've projected, they certainly bear a level of responsibility for that. But at the end of the day, the people who put the players on the roster, put them on the field, are the ones who bear the responsibility. If that group doesn't achieve, that's on me. Again, I hope Rick Hahn gets some serious questions on Friday from the media Uh, I hope they go after him and they do not let him off the hook uh, trying to deflect with uh, Jose Abreu stuff or some of the guys that could be coming up uh, to the big league club. Uh, Speaking of Abreu, he is scuffling and so are the White Sox. But number 79 comes back to the south side uh, and hopefully he does not decide to get hot. Uh, More on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Uh, With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Uh, get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code MLB for $20 off. Your first purchase terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code uh, locked on MLB for $20 off. Uh, download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Friday and the weekend. Uh, Jose Abreu and the Houston Astros are in town. Homecoming for Abreu, of course. Uh, Daryl Van Scoven of the Chicago Sun Times had a nice little write up. Uh, on Thursday about Abreu returning. Uh, Jose Abreu enters the series having had a most disappointing start, which at the moment is justifying uh, the Sox's decision to allow him to walk in free agency at age 36 and is weighing on Abreu's mind. Uh, He is batting 218, 265, 261 with a 525 OPS and has not homered in 151 plate appearances after hitting a career-low 15 homers uh, for the Sox last season, but posting a 304, 378, 446 batting line. Statistically, he ranks as the worst first baseman in the majors, and fans generally approving when he was signed have changed their thinking. I hear some of the jeers and some of the comments, and it reminds me of my first year, uh, 1976 in L.A., Astros manager and former Dodgers outfielder Dusty Baker told reporters Wednesday, uh, they were booing me every time I came out of the dugout, scratched my car and stuff, broke some of my lamps at my house. Then the next year I hit 30 home runs and I was on the all-Dodger team. He's a big boy. He can handle it. Uh, Baker rested Abreu Wednesday but said there was no way he wouldn't play Friday. Um, So obviously he's going to get uh, a standing ovation on Friday from uh, Sox fans. There will be, I'm sure, a uh, video tribute, as there should be. Uh, I was uh, at the game years ago when uh, Frank Thomas came back in an athletics jersey, uh, his first uh, series back. Uh, that was really odd. That was bizarre. He hit like he hit two or three home runs against the Sox that game. Uh, I was there for Chris Sale's first game back in a Red Sox uniform. It was actually against Jose Quintana, and you'd think oh, this is going to be a pitcher's duel. It ended up being like a 10 8 ball game that the Sox lost. Uh, I'm going to be there uh, this weekend. I'm going to be there on uh, Saturday. It's the Aloy Jimenez bobblehead game. So, you know, I'm going to be there. Hopefully, the weather holds up. It doesn't look great. For this weekend series, but I definitely plan on giving Jose Abreu uh, his due, giving him a standing ovation his first time up uh, on Saturday when I'm there. But and then hopefully the Sox get down to business and and they take care of it uh, and have a good showing against the Astros this weekend because honestly it's getting scary for them. Uh, you know they 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 very well could find themselves uh, in the bottom of arguably one of the worst divisions in all of baseball. Uh, pitching wise, Sox will have kopec cease and giolito going uh looking forward to seeing what kopec has uh if cease can bounce back and if giolito can continue uh, his winning ways uh folks thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine you can find the lockdown white Sox podcast everywhere you find your podcasts we are on twitter at lockdown Sox. Uh, you can find me on twitter at nick uh, underscore GGTB. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Pass it along to other White Sox fans in your life. And if you've got questions or comments for a future mailbag, socks uh, at gmail.com is where you can send those. Uh, White Sox take on the Astros. Michael Kopeck on the Hill. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen every day. And hey, everydayers, you know who you are on the next episode. uh, I will recap the weekend that was for our White Sox, hopefully talking about a better brand of baseball and maybe, who knows, uh, a new general manager. Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski, and until next time, go Sox.